Welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herber, and we've got a lot going on in the sports world. Uh, more to talk about that, but first, let's introduce Cole Reha. How's it going, Reha? Good. How are you? Just fine. Uh, I mean, how's everything going? Pretty good. Been pretty busy, you know, with work and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, summer season, so we've been pretty busy, but... I'm happy to be back here recording. It's been a while. I know. We last recorded like May 13th or something like that. We are recording Tuesday, uh, June 8th, uh, just so everyone knows. In case uh, you listen in the future, maybe we're not talking about something that's happening. But there is a lot happening in the sports world. Uh, NBA playoffs, uh, Logan and Mayweather fight, um, Aaron Rodgers isn't reporting to mandatory camp. more to get on and also we will be doing team previews today uh we're doing the afc south so we had to have cole reha on to talk about his colts big colts guy big colts guy uh but first let's get into uh some sports news let's first talk about that let's do the mayweather uh yeah that'd be good want to start on paul first uh did you watch the fight at all no just saw clips of it same. I wasn't going to pay 50 bucks to watch Mayweather kick his ass. I know. It's weird. Like, they should have had it on, like, a Saturday night. Yeah. Or a Friday night. Sunday night so is then a people weird. can get together and watch it. It's kind of... It's a weird night to do that. But, I mean, I guess with Saturday being, like, um, uh, UFC shit. Yeah. Um, Friday. Well, they probably should have just done a Friday. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. It's weird. But it's Miami. They party there every night of the week that's true and then also uh ocho cinco had his boxing debut then uh, he, he did fine yeah he, he went the distance and stuff that was an actual fighter he fought wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah and i mean he got knocked down but i think he got right back up it wasn't uh, he was dazed and they had to go all the way to 10 to see if he could he, keep going yeah it's a lot better than like nate robinson going in there and fighting he looked shitty yeah that was bad but yeah, Ocho Cinco makes his boxing debut. Um, who do you think uh, Paul's gonna? F- Is he only gonna do ex or like scrimmages and stuff? Yeah, I think. Well, I think Jake's better than Logan, mm. but I don't know what they're trying to prove. I mean, they're making a shit ton of money. They so. are. Yeah, people buy it. I guess. I mean, they've done. I don't like them personally, Mm-mm. but they've done a really good job at marketing themselves. Yeah, drawing attention. Yeah, going from YouTube stars to uh, doing boxing, which, I mean, they do work pretty hard at it. And, I mean, they're relatively new, so yeah. no one really expected Paul to actually beat Mayweather. But, but like, clear, like, another thing, clearly, they're, all on, they're both on steroids. Like, they're fucking, they would not look like that normally. Like, they're ribbed. <laughs> and then go back to them fighting Mayweather. Paul weighed, like, 6'1", 6'2", almost mm-hmm. 200 pounds. And Mayweather's, like, 5'8", 150-something. Yeah. And Mayweather just toyed with him, like, judging by the highlights. Yeah. Like, there was that one clip where it looked like Mayweather knocked him out and then <laughs> held him up. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I I mean, good for him because he, he took a couple punches and stuff and went to distance. But I just don't like the scrimmages one. I want to have a winner. And, I mean, makes sense for uh, Mayweather because he's going to get $30 million and it's not, like, a loss on his record if he does go down and shit so it makes sense for him but i am just not a big fan of it i also wish like the tyson fight wasn't a scrimmage they're having all these like big profile fights but none of them really mean shit yeah they're just unless someone gets knocked out then it's it's pointless yeah yeah 
Uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, we are into the second round now. Actually, Atlanta Hawks and Philadelphia is playing right now. Uh, but let's talk about like the first round matchups. Start off with uh, Utah and Grizzlies. What do you think about that? Uh, Utah won four to one. Yeah, that's kind of expected. Uh, Grizzlies still a young team. Mm-hmm. I think in a few years, if they keep everyone together, they'll be a really good team. Yeah, Morant played fantastic. Uh, Jackson, I don't think, was all the way healthy, and, but he's still like a young guy, too. Hopefully yeah. he can... Dylan Brooks played pretty well. Dylan Brooks is like not a star, but he is definitely one of those role players that can can make a breaker team. Yeah. The Grizzlies, like, they just... I don't know. They almost need to like, find an identity because it seems like they have like four stretch fours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're all good. That's the problem, but you can't play them all it's hard to do a rotation yeah yeah and if one guy's doing good then you're fucking fucking with rhythm and stuff like that so it's very weird um next one up i think it was the clippers and the uh, mavericks great series only series to go to game seven um were you happy that the clippers won or did you want to see the mavs uh it's kind of on the fence i'm not a huge clippers guy but I guess, you know, they're probably due to start winning. Yeah. Because they've had some good teams, and they've had pretty shitty luck. Yeah, Luka's so good, though. He is. I really like Luka, but lately I just something about him. Really? He kind of seems like a baby to me. I don't know. Uh, I think the whole league is kind of... Soft. Yeah. I wish they'd, like, bring back some enforcers. I don't know. Which, I mean, there still are guys like that. Like You're talking uh, on Joe Crossdex level right now. Just beers on these big, good teams, and then... Let them do the dirty work. I mean, and if they get suspended, they get suspended, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and Porzingis, overrated. That's supposed to be a European duo that's supposed to dominate the West, and he, he he's... I don't, I don't know. Ooh, can't talk. I think they brought him in thinking he's going to be like Dirk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what I got, and he's nothing like Dirk. Yeah. I mean, he's still young. He could be, but overrated, overpaid. Definitely, yeah. Luka needs to get some more help there if... That team's going to be any good. Um, next one up, let's talk about the Lakers and Suns. Uh, Suns beat them in six games. Uh, Lakers, maybe one game looked like they were good, and then the rest, they struggled the entire time. Give uh, credit to the Suns. They're good defensively. Uh, Devin Booker, um, Chris Paul, even fucking like Cameron Payne went off, and DeAndre Ayton held his own against all the bigs. Obviously didn't help. Anthony Davis was out. Uh for a lot of the series, but where do the Lakers go from here? I don't know. I mean, they kind of tore apart the team from last year and brought in all these new faces, and it just never seemed to click. And mm-hmm. that could be because LeBron and Davis are hurt yeah. the majority of the year. But I'm assuming they'll tear it apart again. And yeah, they kind of got rid or got rid of um, some of the veterans and uh, supporting cast. Like they got rid of Rajon Rondo. That was a big piece. Um, they got rid of Dwight, Dwight, uh, JaVale McGee, Danny Green, big piece, Danny Green. Yeah. And then they tried to, I mean, Dennis Schroeder was a good pickup, but he didn't do shit in that series. Andre Drummond, good player, not good for that series. And I don't know why Frank Vogel, Montreal Harrell barely played. And I figured that would have been a big one to help kind of. Yeah. I, Harold seems like he fits that team better than Drummond would. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drummond, he's going to have to buy into a smaller role, kind of like Dwight did, if he wants to be good, yeah. I think. 
Yeah, he's not going to go to any team after this and be, like, the guy. No, because on those teams where he averaged 20 and 12, I mean, they're all shitty teams. Mm-hmm. Not, not to discredit him. He's a good player, but not, like, today's league, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's no Jokic, who congrats on winning the yeah. MVP. Yeah. That was but, cool to see. Yeah. First big man to do it since uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I think. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. But, yeah, and then the other one uh, in the West was Denver and Trailblazers, mm. which was another good series. I was hoping that one would go to Game 7, especially the way Lillard was playing. I figured it would. Uh, but Lillard's now came out and say, like, he's kind of done um, waiting or waiting for the Trailblazers to get him a team to contend. Who do you think they're going to bring in as their new coach? I don't know. I mean, I heard so. I heard like Jason Kidd possibly. Yeah, Jason Kidd would be a good There's one. There's another name. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, uh, Golden State's assistant just left, looking for a head coaching job. There's um, Sam Cassell. Oh yeah, he, he'd be a good one. Yeah, but I don't know. Trailblazers. It looks like a really good team. I mean, you got Norm Powell, C.J. McCollum, uh, Nurkic, um, Robert Covington, Carmelo Anthony. It seems like a pretty damn good team. I don't know why they can't win. I know. It's kind of weird to me. Especially against a hurt Denver team that didn't have Will Barton or Jamal Murray. Hey, Monte Morris, though. He looked like a stud. Yeah, he's. they're going to have a hard time keeping him on, on the bench next year going forward. Yeah, do you think they could play a two-guard set where it's... Um, I think they could have success with it. but Yeah. And, and I the, mean, they could move him, too. He could be a valuable trade piece. That's true. Um, and then let's go to the East. Um, 76ers beat the Washington Wizards. Wasn't a sweep, so they got that going for them. But Joel Embiid was kind of hurt. Uh, what did you think about that series? Oh, uh, it's kind of how I expected it to go. Wizards, though, I, I kind of give them props because I'm pretty sure the first half of the season they had like a .07% chance to make the playoffs yeah. or something, and somehow they made him. Yeah. And... Obviously, their Wizards are going to have to do something different, but I like Brad Beal a lot. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like Russ, too. I mean, a lot of people don't like him, but... He, he, he played hard and got him into the playoffs, so... Uh, but, yeah, those two can't just win. No. Or win. Uh, they definitely need more pieces around them and stuff. Uh, next series, Bucks sweep the Heat. Surprised? A little bit. Especially since that first game went to overtime, and then it, it and he didn't play very well at all in that game one, and it still went to overtime. But then you're like, oh, Heat are going to turn it on. Like, there's too many good playmakers, and they're supposed to be gritty. Well, they got fucking swept. Yeah, the Heat really disappointed me this year. Not yeah. about you. They never looked like they were going to be back. Yeah, and I really like that team, how it's <laughs> built. Yeah. Yeah, I like Bam. I like uh, Goran Dragic and Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero, I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Hero didn't do anything this season either after having a big bubble year. Yeah. Yeah. He's going off last year. Um, Nets beat the Celtics, I think, 4-1, to right? I think so. Yeah. Nets, it didn't even look like they had to try that hard either, though. Like, mm-hmm. Celtics played well that one game that they won. They kind of kept it close in most of the games, but... And then now they're just dominating the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, is there any stop in the Nets? I don't think so. I mean, that's too good star power. To and they, they've dominated the Bucks without James Harden. He got hurt game one, first minute. That's wild. Yeah, I don't see anyone stopping them. I mean, they're a good team. Uh, going back to the Celtics, though, what the hell's going on there? So Danny Ainge resigned. Yep. 
Brad Stevens no longer the head coach. He's the president of operations. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me because Stevens is such a good coach. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, he's or going from Butler to uh, Boston, and then him like starting to win and stuff. They're like, this is the next big coach. This is going to be the next Popovich or Phil Jackson. Like he's going to be around a while, and he's always going to win. Not the case, I guess. I heard though he didn't want to coach into his fifties. I heard it like. Once it went around 50s, he'd start looking for something else and stuff. But I guess he went right for that president's role. Which props to him, I mean, if he wanted to do it. And yeah, it's it's wild, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know what Celtics are going to do. They were missing their second-best player, so Jalen Brown, which would have helped defensively. And then, obviously, he's a good offensive player. But Which, that could be tough, too, because I don't know what you think, but Danny Ainge did great. the greatest job I've ever seen in my life. Those trades he made and the players he picked, mm-hmm. like getting all those picks from the Nets when they traded like Garnett, mm-hmm. uh, Pearson, all of them, yeah. and he got how many first round picks? A fucking boatload. Yeah, and then they turned Terry Rozier into getting Kemba Walker. Like, yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I don't know how that whole situation is going to turn. I like the players that Celtics have, so hopefully they end up being good. Um, and then what's the other series that? Oh, Hawks and uh, Knicks. Mm. Um, Knicks never really looked. I mean, they they had a great regular season, went on a couple uh, winning streaks, but then against the Hawks, it didn't really look like they matched up well. I feel like they would have done better if they picked any other team. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Hawks just went in and basically beat them. Yeah, Hawks are an interesting team. So I think they could give the Nets a run for their money just because of all the pieces they have. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. It's yeah. hard stopping them. Yeah, it's going to be hard getting past... Uh, and they're so young. 76ers because 76ers match up well against them. They got good um, wing defenders with Ben Simmons um, who I didn't know was that great of a defender till this season. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. But then they got uh, Thibault, Danny Green, all those kind of players. Um, but yeah, who do you think is going to meet in the finals right now I'm going to say Nets and the Suns okay I like it but I wouldn't mind the Jazz or Nuggets either I kind of like all those teams in the West I would like Chris Paul to get the furthest he can mm-hmm. um, and then obviously with that like young group that's a scary team going forward yeah and I wonder what Paul will do next year because I heard he's going to opt out of his 44 44- million dollar guaranteed to become a free agent because he wants a hundred million dollar contract for like a two or three year deal uh, he's pretty old to be getting that kind of money I think yeah definitely and and that surprises me because being he's a winner but he hasn't won anything no and to be on a team that's actually winning I figured I figured maybe well, I guess if he's opting out of a uh, 44 player option, him going to like a three-year $100 million, that is less technically per year. But I don't know. I thought he'd maybe take like a pay cut, hopefully, and stay with the team. They get better core around him. Yeah, because this is like, it's one of the, it fits him perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, you are exactly right. It helps Devin Booker. It helps that entire team having Chris Paul out there. So I don't know what they'd do if... Chris Paul wasn't there. Um, Aaron Rodgers not going to mandatory uh, training camp. Not surprised. Are you more 
what do you think is going to happen now with that information coming out? I don't know. I think they're going to have to meet and figure something out. I don't know if he'll end up playing this year and then they make an agreement where he will be traded next year when they have more time to figure it out. Yeah. But then, like, if he gets hurt, both sides will be fucked. The team will be fucked. He'll be fucked. So they're not going to be able to get as much. Yeah. Yeah. So I think best scenario for both, they just make a move now. Really? It's weird. I don't know. I mean, and then if that happens, you know, Devontae Adams is going to be out. Um, basically, and especially if Jordan Love doesn't work out, that team's screwed. But yeah, because they have they're paying people a lot of money, mm-hmm. and when you don't have a good quarterback, then you're kind of yeah paying Aaron Jones yeah. that uh, extension that basically means nothing if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. So yeah, it's it's a messed up deal. Hopefully, I'm excited to see what happens, though. I kind of hope that he goes back just because I like the uh, Packers as a team, like a bunch of those players and stuff. I kind of just hope the um, GM gets fired. Yeah. Because, I mean, he does screw up that team massively. I think some of the moves he makes is stupid. I think the way, if, like, reports are true, the way he treated Aaron Rodgers is stupid. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, yeah. I think it hurts, too. Like, they don't have an owner. Mm-hmm. So the GM, he kind of acts as an owner. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that hurts. That's not a good... Because you is almost there, need a, a higher voice than the GM's here. Is there any way to transition to where they have an owner? Because, I mean, it's basically... It's shareholders, right? I think so. So, I mean, an owner could come in and buy people's shares, and then he's just the owner. But that would take a lot of money. Yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the other piece of NFL news is the Julio trade. But luckily, we're talking about the AFC South today. Luckily, we haven't recorded uh, before the Julio trade. So, uh, I mean, do you have any other sports news before we get into it? None that I can think of. Okay. Um, the thing that I thought was interesting about um, doing this one first is that this is, like, one of the most talked about divisions in the offseason, I mean, you got uh, Titans who just got this trade. Um, you got the Colts who made a trade for Carson Wentz. Um, and, like, how are they going to uh, keep building off that? Jags obviously had the number one seed. They have Urban Meyer as head coach. And then you got the Texans with Deshaun Watson. You don't know what the fuck's going on. So it's an interesting uh, division to talk about first. And some will be resolved in the future. But we'll talk about it if it does pop up. But let's start with uh, the team that won the division last year, the Tennessee Titans. All right, head coach Mike Vrabel, record 11-5 last year, lost wild card uh, to the Ravens last year. But um, they lost a lot. They uh, had Malcolm Butler uh, leave, Corey Davis, Adoree Jackson, Johnny Smith, Kenny Vaccaro, Clown- uh, to replace like Clowney. Guess what? They got Bud Dupree. Pretty damn good uh, replacement. Uh, they added cornerbacks, Janoris Jenkins and Kevin Johnson. Um, they also got Danico Autry from the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, wide receivers, uh, Josh Reynolds and Julio Jones. Oh, oh first off, let's start with uh, Julio Jones. Uh, what did you think about the trade? Did they pay too much? Is every team kicking themselves because it wasn't a lot for a future Hall of Famer? Um... I think it was a pretty even trade, I thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure the Falcons thought they'd get a first-round pick. Yeah. But with Julio's age, and he was hurt last year. Yeah. 
I mean, it's probably pretty fair. It's just a good move by the Titans. Yeah, yeah. It's I, about I, the perfect fit, too, I think. Yeah, it, it's still, um, with, like, Corey Davis gone and stuff, that was going to put a lot of pressure on A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown thrives in one-on-one pressure and having the ball or run after catch. So now with Julio there, it's going to take attention off of him because it's Julio fucking Jones, and A.J. Brown's going to have a lot of space to work with. And I still think A.J. Brown's going to be a stud this year, like probably better stats than Julio Jones. Yeah. But it's just Julio Jones' presence is perfect. And plus, both of those playmakers combined with a 17-game season going to take a lot of pressure off Derrick Henry. Yeah, which is huge. I think the most pressure is going to be on Tannehill, though. Yeah, I mean he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him getting getting those guys the ball and making the right reads. Yeah, if the offense isn't playing well, it's definitely gonna be on Tannehill because yep. you can't blame the three stars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you think about the uh, losses, additions? Like, what was the biggest impact besides um, Julio Jones? Um, I don't know. They did lose a lot. I thought losing Johnny Smith kind of hurt because mm-hmm. he's kind of an up and coming star. I think. Yeah. Corey Davis, he's you know, he's a good role player, but he made a big jump last year. He did, yeah. Which helped him get paid this offseason, so it worked out perfectly for him. And defense wise, like Clowney really didn't do much there at all. I mean he's hurt, I think, yeah. a little bit of the year. They were one of the worst uh pass rushing teams. So I mean if anything, like Bud Dupree could be an upgrade for him. I definitely think it is. And then Autry He's a not a big name guy, but they're definitely uh useful. He he had to pretty decent season for the Colts last year. Yeah, he's always played well. He can kind of move inside in and out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a really good role player for us. And then let's talk about um, even more additions, who they drafted. Uh, first round, they picked uh, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. If not the back problems, probably the number one corner in the draft. Agreed. And they're getting better. And then um, second round, they got uh, Dylan Rattans, an offensive tackle from uh, North Dakota State. Heard he was pretty good, just need a little bit of development and stuff. So uh, what did you think about the draft picks? I thought they did pretty well with that. Picking Isaiah Wilson last year, who didn't even play a game right? Nope. Definitely, these two uh, picks are definitely a win-now thing, as well as the Julio Jones trade. Like, Titans are going all in. Yeah, and that tackle, like, I mean, if he played in a Power 5 school, he very well could be. Really? But he just, he played such low competition, you know? Yeah. Which, I mean, we've seen um, people drop because they're not in Power 5 and stuff and still uh, have really good careers, um, of course, on this team. Uh, but, I mean, with changes of Corey Davis and John U. Smith, uh, is, does that change or could they try and work in other backs? I think the smart move would, work, would be to work in other backs because we've seen the amount of carries and touches Henry's had the last four years. I mean, he's going to fall off one of these years. But he it's looks gonna super be, I know, that's the thing. I mean, it looks like he gets better every year. So I think they just need to be careful with that, mm-hmm. if anything. I mean, this year I don't see him falling off at all. But, I mean, they have probably, what, two- to three-year window with Julio. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Titans improved uh, one of the worst pass-rushing defense. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, Dupree and Autry. But is it enough to make that defense a whole lot better. Obviously, uh, improving the secondary with a couple uh, veterans, and then Farley definitely helps. But, I mean, they lost Adore Jackson. That's very goals. I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I like Bud Dupree. I think he even could be an upgrade from Clowney. 
But also, you got to throw in the fact that he played with T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that clearly took a lot of pressure off him for him to strive the way he did. Yeah. So and he's coming to... off a ACL injury? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Which doesn't affect players like it used to anymore, but still something to look at. Hopefully it turns out. And then, um, I mean, Mike Vrabel. He's, he, he's like one of the coaches that probably makes the team – significantly better with his attitude um his hard workingness uh can mike Vra- is mike rabel good enough to make or even win a super bowl with the titans do you think that that might ever happen i think so i mean he's he's really smart i mean he knows his x's and o's and he's a player's coach i mean mm-hmm. the players love him and i think that's huge like i think if the players like you and they believe in you then they're going to play just that much better yeah. So I think I think one of these days he'll win a Super Bowl before it's all said and done. All right, where the Titans are now, what do you think the one with like the team as it is, uh, the coach, them going to the season? What's like either a player that needs to improve or an, a, like a free agent they need to pick up? Is there any thing that comes to your mind that would make this team the best it could be? Um, I think Tannehill. I mean, he's playing well. He's mm-hmm. a really good player, but. If he just keeps improving like he has been, then I don't see any problem. I think they'll be, you know, they'll be a good team. But he's just got to keep it up, you know, because we've seen him in Miami how bad he can be. Yeah, he just can't have a drop off like that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, he he holds the fate of that team in his hands. Yeah, like if he plays as good as he's been, then they're gonna have no problems. Would it hurt to because there's a lot of big name uh, running back free agents still out there? Would it hurt to get one of those guys? Because we saw from uh, the Chiefs last year, they got Le'Veon Bell, barely played, but still, it's some guy there to help in case something happens to that starter and possibly ease the tension off of him. Is that something like you would see, like being helpful for the Titans? Yeah, I think if they can add like a. Todd Gurley. Yeah, or yeah, even just kind of a slasher, kind of a third down back that mm-hmm. can catch passes and block. I think that would help tremendously. Just yeah. to take a little bit of pressure off Henry. Yeah, I agree. All right, we did it last year. We had some embarrassments, including me projecting the Jets would win eight games. But how much, or what do you think the projected record is for the for the 21-22 season? I'm going to go 11 wins. Ele- I had the same thing, 11 and 6. Wrote it down before uh, we started. And what's the chances of winning the division? Mm, pretty high. I think they'll either finish first or second. Uh, can you put it into a percentage? Uh, I'm going to go a 64% chance. 64% chance. All right, I had 60%. So pretty. I had it at 45%. Both Colts and Titans were at 40%. But with Julio... It's a different story, so... All right, rolling with 60%. Now let's talk about that team, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah. All right. Head coach Frank Reich, record 11-5 and last year, lost wild card to the Bills. Very close game. Um, but they have some losses that uh, were pretty good. Uh, Phillip Rivers, obviously starting quarterback, uh, but then Danico Autry, uh, Anthony Costanzo, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Anthony Walker. Uh, am I missing any on that one? Um, uh, Justin Houston, he's gone. Mm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't write his name down because I didn't know if he'd be yeah. coming back or not. Still free. Yeah, he still could. I mean, but additions: Carson Wentz, Eric Fisher, uh, drafted Quiddy Pay Pay. Mm-hmm. 
uh, 21st overall in the first round. Then they went uh, Dio Anabibibo. Yeah, long name. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to get that right in a thousand years. Second round. Uh, and they got Sam Ellinger in the sixth round. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, pick. Another uh, young quarterback for that roster. Uh, where do you think the Colts are right now, uh, just team roster-wise, on paper? Setting good. I mean, it's kind of opening up to where – they can start having some success, I think, with how young that team is and how their young players are developing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely headed in the right direction. Okay. Uh, Rivers got Colts to uh, the playoffs, but it feels like this team has a pretty high ceiling with the right quarterback in the system. Do you think Carson Wentz is it? Uh, do they have enough weapons for him? What's kind of your thoughts on that? Yeah, I do think he's it. Um, I know when he first got traded, I mean, you were both kind of like, well... Cause his fall it could off. work. Yeah, it could work. And his fall-off with the Eagles is pretty drastic. But he's back with Frank Reich, who he had his best year under. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, like, as far as, like, their off-season workouts and stuff, like, everyone thinks he's unbelievable. Like, yeah. the throws he makes, uh, how dialed in he is. You know, he's first one in, last one out. Yeah. And he has a grasp of the offense already. So I think that helps a lot, too. And let's not fool ourselves this is a much better roster than the eagles had last year much better line uh better running backs better weapons um i wish that the colts would have added another weapon maybe a wide receiver but hey if uh michael Pittman makes a step forward they still got paris campbell who we've haven't really seen yeah all we've that never much. i mean we've seen him what two games in the last two years yeah that's and they drafted him pretty high yeah so, I mean, it's a wait and see with Carson Wentz, but I like... And then also that left tackle position, um, Eric Fisher, not going to be back at the beginning of the season, but what do you think? Um, I like the signing. I, we added a couple tackles that have playing experience that mm-hmm. could probably fill in for him and do an all right job. Until he's all the way back. Yeah. And then I think, like, Fisher's obviously not a great superstar, but he's done pretty well. I mean, former number one all, number one overall pick. Yeah. He was never going to live up to that being a left tackle, but um, he does play well. He played well for these for plenty of years. So, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, if that line is as good as when Costanzo was there. And he's very similar to Costanzo, I think, because Costanzo wasn't a superstar by any means, mm-hmm. but he's just always solid. Yeah. Um, all right, defense. Didn't lose much. Uh, added some edge rushers uh, through the draft. Can the Colts add anything uh, more and I mean what do you think the improvement is going to be from last year because I mean they weren't like a crazy good defense like oh shit we're playing the Colts like our offense is going to suck but I mean can they get to that yeah I think secondary is going to make a huge jump this year there are a lot of young people in there with I think superstar potential with Kahari Willis and uh, Julian Blackman yeah Julian Blackman and Kenny Moore I mean he's Already a superstar. Yeah, I mean, he's the best slot corner in the game, I would say. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm biased. but (laughs) And then um, we lost Anthony Walker, but Bobby Okariki is going to take that role. And they're thinking he's going to make a huge jump and be one of the top linebackers in the league, possibly. Yeah, and then with uh, DeForest Buckner in the middle with uh, some young talent around him or uh, on the edge. And hopefully those two draft picks uh, pan out for you. But, yeah, I I, I could definitely see that defense. Still might not get um, the, oh, shit, it's the Colts defense, but it's probably just because it doesn't have a whole bunch of big-name players. Like, Darius Leonard is a big-name player. Kenny Moore probably should be talked about more. He isn't. And then DeForest Buckner, 
probably should be talked about more. He isn't. So. Yeah, I think the Quiddy Pay is huge. I mean, he kind of gives off like a Robert Mathis, Dwight Freeney vibe. So if we get someone like that in there, That's plus huge. we're deep, like edge rushers. N- we don't have any stars. Yeah, but we got a lot of young guys, and guys someone will take gonna, a step. Guys that are going to get seven, eight sacks a year. Yeah, which I mean always helps. Um, and then uh, Costanzo. Uh, Leaving hurts one of the best lines. Uh, they had fish or anything like that. Do you have any doubt that the rushing uh, attack with uh, Taylor Hines back, which congrats oh, on getting Mac back on yeah. such a cheap deal? Um, do you think that hurts the rushing attack at all? No, I don't think so. Just because we have so much variety in our backfield, because mm-hmm. we got Hines. Hines could be a starting running back, I think. But he's kind of more just a pass catcher guy, you know. Yeah. And then Taylor, he keeps it moving. I mean, the end of last year, he looked Great. phenomenal. And that's going to help Wentz a lot because Wentz has never had a 1,000-yard rusher. Really? Uh, I guess that doesn't surprise me with the Eagles. They always want to do a committee backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Mac was a great deal and stuff. Didn't like it for fantasy purposes with Johnson no. Taylor. Because he could have dominated. I know. That's the bad part about it fantasy but hopefully you know they can Makes use the them in the, better yeah use them in the right way and maybe Plus, save some tread on the tires for taylor definitely yeah that does help and i mean if anything that might help taylor's like uh projections just because less c- he carries probably more explosive he is and more likely he's about to get through to 17 games yeah Another guy uh, I'm excited about is that tight end we drafted out of SMU. Oh, yeah. It's like Kylan something. He's kind of going to take over like a Trey Burton role, kind of a pass-catching tight end. So I think he'll make a big impact right away early, too. And then you still got Mo Alley-Cox, right? Yep, and Jack Doyle. Okay. All right. And then, um, oh, yeah, and you got Xavier Rhodes back on a cheap deal, too. So was it a cheap deal? Yeah, I think it's a one-year, $9 million deal, something like that. Okay. Well, a little bit more than um, when he first got there, but he kind of proved his worth. Yeah. He, he was very good for the Colts. Um, let's do the uh, win-loss. Uh, what do you think? I'm going to go 11 wins with them as well. All right. I wrote down here 12-5 or 11-6. and six. Uh, I wasn't sure. I'm going to go 11-6. and six. Just makes sense. Um, and then percentage to win the division. 40. What I have, Tennessee, 60. 60. 60. Yeah, I'll go 40%. Or 64, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah 46%. Nah, we'll just give it 40% round yeah. up. Um, I like how you said 64% didn't hit me till now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want to make sure I get that 60. number. Um, yeah, anything to add to uh, your Colts? No, I'm just excited. See how Wentz does. Yeah. Kind of nervous, same time. Yeah. I mean, what's the... What, how would the season end that it would be a failure? They didn't make playoffs. If they lost first round in the playoffs, like, are you expecting more out of them? Uh, I think, obviously, if we don't make the playoffs, I think that would be a failure. And then if – I don't think this is going to happen at all, but if Wentz does look like he did in Philly last year. The lost season. Yep, and then he kind of got to start from scratch with the yeah. quarterback position. Who's the uh, backup, Jacob Beeson? That's a, another question because – Eason probably will be, but he's never had a snap. No preseason game, Same nothing. with Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Yeah, so if he goes down. That's why I'm kind of surprised we didn't bring in a veteran mm-hmm. just to be safe. Well, shit, Texans took them all. With no, no kidding. Jesus. <laughs> uh, we'll get more into that. Uh, but first, let's do uh, 
Well, let's get into uh, the Houston Texans. Uh, head coach David Calley, uh, he was the tight ends coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Weird hire. Very weird. Yeah, just Eric the Enemy still trying to get yeah, a head coach. Fuck him. Fuck Eric the Enemy. I mean, what's <laughs> yeah. he done? Uh, Texans get a 4-12 record. Uh, the result of their season was a shitstorm. Uh, they lost J.J. Watt, uh, McKinney, running back, or sorry, linebacker, running back Duke Johnson, Will Fuller. Um, yeah, and then the additions, very surprising to me. Uh, Mark Ingram, don't know why. Uh, Christian Kirksey, weird one. Uh, Marcus Cannon, I guess if you're going to predict Deshaun Watson if he does play. Tyrod Taylor is uh, trying to get that starting job. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to play really well the first two weeks, and then Watson's going to come back. That's what's going to happen. And then he's going to get fucked again. Yep. Uh, uh, cornerback Desmond King thought that was another weird one. Why add him? And then running back Philip Lindsay, weird for both ones. You got uh, David Johnson and Mark Ingram on your thing. They're like, let's add Philip Lindsay and make backfield just a shit storm and it's not like any of them complement each other well no. i mean maybe ingram and Lindsay would complement each other well but then you got david johnson yeah, who he's kind of just an all-purpose guy i mean he can doesn't yeah. make sense to me and you're still paying him a lot of money yeah and then they draft i mean they didn't have a first or second round pick but they take a fuck yeah they take a fucking quarterback with their first pick yeah davis mills and then they added a bunch of other quarterbacks um I'm guessing what they're thinking right now is there's no trade value for Deshaun Watson right now. So they got to hold on to him till his legal matters continue. They're going to get all these quarterbacks in there, see what the best fit is. They're probably going to start Tyrod Taylor, but they're bringing in like Davis Mills. Uh, I think there was a couple other like young guys that um, had like some experience, I think. But just until the Watson thing turns out, this is a f- dumpster fire. It's it's horrible. I mean, the co- the coaching hire. I mean, I could be wrong, but dumb. No one expected that. I mean, I don't like it. Um, yeah, and I usually I would have an opinion on what you have to do. I don't know what they can do. And you know whose fault this all is? Who? Bill O'Brien. <laughs> oh come on! He fucking screwed that team over so bad. He. Made some bad trades and shit like that, but also he now did. that we're realizing like the GM and president yeah. and their shit, who knows if it was all Bill O'Brien? Maybe he was just trying to save it all. I don't know. I don't know. It, and maybe he hated his job so much he had to make bad <laughs> moves so that they'd fucking fire him. <laughs> Where's he at? Bama now as O coordinator. Yes, that's not a bad gig. Not a bad gig at all. They yeah. all seem to move on to head coaching jobs. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the biggest question about this franchise, Deshaun Watson. Uh, there's new information coming out like every week about where the, where they are in the legal process and stuff. Um, but to be honest with you, this roster looks like shit with or without Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> I mean, is is it is there any way if Deshaun Watson does come back that they can win at all? No, I mean, I think ceiling, four wins, even with Watson. Really? Because who's he going to throw the ball to? Randall Cobb? Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I guess they still have him. But he's injury prone. Mm-hmm. They got basically no tight end. It's 
Like yep. 40 running backs. <laughs> yep. Might as well just put them all out there. You can run a three-quarterback set. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. All right, so without J.J. Uh, Watt, he went to the Arizona Cardinals this offseason. The defense looks like it has no identity to it. Um, is there any way this isn't the worst defense in the NFL this year? It, it has to be. Because, I mean, I can honestly... who I can't name anyone on that defense right now. Besides, like, the new additions? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's terrible. And I don't think Christian Kirksey and Desmond King are going to make that much of an impact for it to not be a shit defense. No. Like, Derrick Henry might run for 400 yards against this team. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's like I can't name. I mean, who was the linebacker they had? Uh, McKinney. Where'd he go to? Miami? Oh, he might have. I can't remember. Because he was good, I thought. Yeah, They yeah. paid him a lot of money. Yeah, and he's always in the top five in tackles mm-hmm. and stuff. Just... Without J.J., there's no identity. I don't know where... I mean... And to be honest with you, I don't know why they're not trading away more things to get picks. Because that's basically the only thing you can do with this team. No team's going to want to go into this franchise besides like either old veterans trying to get one last year in or young guys trying to make money. Yeah. And, and not very good players. Like, average players trying to get big bucks. Yeah, they can make the Texans because they can't make any other teams. So they're yeah. trying to go out and prove they can make another team. I don't know. I mean, right now I'm thinking if Watson gets everything settled, ship his ass out, get mm-hmm. some picks, ship uh, Tunsil out, mm-hmm. get some picks for him, just restart the whole thing. Yeah, They're yeah. probably going to have to hire a new coach too before it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to have any success. They're going to have to look like the Jags this year. Yeah. Like, just keep bringing in every picks you got. Eventually, uh, you'll get the guy at maybe quarterback, at running back. You just got to keep getting those picks. And, and it's just crazy because they had a great team in the palm of their hands, mm-hmm. and they fucking ruined it. They did. They did. Um, no one is putting Houston in their, like, contenders list or anything like that. But the best of your knowledge – what steps and how long can it take for them to get into a contender conversation? Or is there even not a site in mind right now? Well, I'm assuming even if Watson gets in trouble, he still doesn't want to play there. Yeah. So I'm just going to say he's not going to play for him this year. And it's going to take a lot of steps. Like we're looking maybe worse than the Jets last year. Really? So let's say... They go through, like, three coaches, probably GM and uh, presidents getting switched on, or, like, they're switching in and out. Um, they have to get probably every pick right. You're thinking this is probably a past five-year. I'm going to say. If they do everything perfectly. Five to ten years. Five to ten years. Could be, like, a Brown situation. And they, they have to do it perfectly. Yep. Yeah. Because, I mean, Browns have been near perfect in how they rebuilt that team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you have anything else to add to this? It's just a weird situation. It's weird that the Texans went from, like, two years ago. Um, they're playing really well against the Chiefs. They're like, we got Deshaun Watson. He's our guy. We can build around this guy. They won two- the division, didn't they, two years ago? Yeah. And the Colts beat him in the wild card, I think. I can't remember. No, no, no. They lo- two years ago, they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round. Oh. But everything was like, this is a pretty good franchise, too. This is the worst 
this is no one wants uh, this franchise. Like even Jags and Jets are in a better state right now mm-hmm. than they are. Uh, so I mean, give me your win loss. Um, should I do with or without Watson? I'm just gonna go without Watson. Yeah, so I'm gonna go two wins. Two. All right. So two and fifteen. I went three wins at three and fourteen. Just seventeen games is a lot. Hope and um, yeah, maybe they crack a couple. Maybe Tyrod shows out a little bit, but yeah, it's it's hard. And then chances of winning division zero. I put two percent. I gave him a little bit. <laughs> But, yeah, 0% is more than likely. And then let's get to the last team in the division, the Jacksonville Jaguars. New head coach, Urban Meyer, record 1-15. Result of last season, they won the Lawrence Lottery. Um, First off, I'm going to ask you, before we get into uh, losses and additions, what did you think about the Urban Meyer hire? Interesting. Um, I assume he's going to make the jump at some point. I think he's a good coach, X's and O's wise, but it's hard for a college coach to transition to NFL, I think. I mean, you just got to look at Nick Saban. Yeah. I'm going to say this with, like, all the love. Isn't it weird that Urban Meyer retired twice from college football because of health reasons, and then he just keeps jumping back into coaching? Like, I don't get it. Hopefully, uh, with this move, that means his health is good, but isn't it just strange how... It is strange, and I think he should have made the NFL jump years ago because I think being a head coach in college is a lot more grueling than NFL. Yeah. Just because college, you're working year-round, like recruiting. and yeah. NFL, I'm not saying you're not working year-round, but at least you kind of have an off-season. Yeah, and you have um, a lot of other uh, coaches and stuff taking responsibility away from you. Mm-hmm. That some colleges don't have those resources. No. Yeah, and plus you're working with grown men that they know their job, they know how to do it, and so you're not as responsible for that either. And he was mediocre at best at keeping his players in check when he was a coach. You just look at that Florida team. Yeah. <laughs> that championship <laughs> so this, team. This might fit him better in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, losses. Not a lot. They lost uh, Keelan Cole. They lost uh, Rashawn Melvin, their cornerback. They didn't lose a lot this offseason, and they gained uh, Philip Dorsett, Marvin Jones, wide receivers, uh, Shaquille Griffin, Carlos Hyde, Jihad Ward, uh, Ed Rusher, and Malcolm Brown, plus Tim Tebow. Hell yeah. Uh, do you think the Tim Tebow thing is actually something that they believe they can use? Like maybe a Taysom Hill? Because it's come out that they think he could be like a Taysom Hill, or they could use like some packages like that, because he's a pretty mobile guy. Uh, or do you think this is something that Urban Meyer wanted to do so that there's a guy in the locker room that knows Urban Meyer, knows the way he does things, and kind of like affects that locker room so like they're all in on Urban Meyer? Yeah, at first I thought it was kind of just a publicity stunt mm-hmm. to kind of get some attention to him. Yeah. But, I mean, lately I've been thinking most teams are too scared to sign Tebow because of you know, the publicity that comes with him. But the Jaguars, they have nothing to lose. I mean, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you can't tell me Tim Tebow doesn't have some sort of potential, I mean, to be like a tight end or like a Taysom Hill role, just with as good of an athlete as he is and good of a leader as he could be. Yeah. Uh, does it weird, or like If it is like to influence the locker room and stuff, does it worry you at all that maybe Urban Meyer doesn't have the confidence um, that he should going into the NFL? 
Maybe a little. If he had to, like, bring one of his guys in. Yeah. And I look like... So, at first, he hired Chris Doyle, the old mm-hmm. Iowa strength coach. Yeah. Who was... I mean, what he did is not good, but as far as his job, he's probably one of the best in the world. Yeah. And I thought, oh my... You know, that's a lot of publicity coming in with that, but that's a great hire. And then people started, you know, they weren't happy with it. Which, he, did he ever, like, get... Did he get fired He didn't get Iowa? fired, but he... Well, he got fired at Iowa, or forced to resign. But then he resigned at Jacksonville right away, too, after people started talking about it. Yeah. So it, I'm it, like... If it is true, then, I mean, good. Doesn't have a job where he's around those kind... Uh, um, that kind of environment. Um, but... If it's not true, what shit luck. Yeah. But then I, I look at that, like, the reason I pointed that out, it's like, Urban obviously had to talk with him and be like, all right, you got to go. Mm-hmm. So that already shows me, like, maybe he's not so confident with what he's doing or yeah. who he's hiring. Yeah, because, I mean, if he was confident in that hire... He wouldn't let him leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the draft, then. They got the number one pick. They picked Trevor Lawrence. Easy enough, all right? They got their guy. They're going to build around him. Number 25, Travis Teen. And we did cover uh, a little bit of this in um, the draft recap. Uh, but what did you think about that with James Robinson being the running back? Uh, it was interesting, but it's a good pick because Lawrence played all college with him, and he's a great player. They have and, that, like, familiarity. Yeah, and I think him and Robinson will complement each other really well. Yeah, and uh, Urban Meyer did say, like, they could use the Teen in the slot and stuff like that. So I, I don't I don't mind the pick. I was very mad about it on draft night. I thought it was stupid, especially since I liked James Robinson and his story of him being undrafted and stuff. Mm-hmm. But hopefully uh, both of those guys can uh, coincide. And, uh, sec- second round, they picked uh, cornerback Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. They also picked uh, Walker Little, uh, offensive tackle out of Stanford, like the pick. Yep. And then also uh, third round, they got uh, Andre Sisco, safety out of uh, – Syracuse. Yep. What did you think about the picks? I liked all those picks. The Georgia guy was kind of a shocker at first, but then once he heard like how good potential he has, you know, good pick. They already have good corners, good young corners in there. Mm-hmm. And secondary, I mean, you can use all the secondary help you can get. Yeah. True. Especially the safety from Syracuse. A lot of people are high on him too. Yeah. Um, all right. So Jags got their guy in Lawrence. They got his uh, backfield partner. They got a good uh, selection of weapons with DJ Chark and Marvin Jones and all that stuff. How much can Trevor Lawrence actually achieve this year? Because let's say they're not. Uh, what? How? What do you think they're going to achieve this year? That Trevor Lawrence can make that step to where he's a star. Um, I think he'll play well, and it'll definitely be a step in the right direction. But I'll compare it to like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to make good plays, but obviously he's a rookie, and some people are going to have way too high expectations on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take him a couple years. Yeah, he's not going to have a Patrick Mahomes season. No. He's not going to, um, I mean, maybe he could lead him to the playoffs, but that's very unlikely. Um, they're not going to go 15-2. and two. Like, No. The best that can happen is that he looks confident, he's making good throws, and that they win more games than last year, which would be almost impossible not to do. Yeah. Then you got when Peyton Manning's rookie threw 28 picks. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't surprise me at all if Lawrence threw 20 picks. Hey, if he looks confident in his throws yeah. and he's fucking chucking it to DJ Chark, a couple of them are going to get picked off. But you know in today's game, everyone's going to be like, bust, bust. 
Wow. So hopefully he can overcome that at first. Yeah, I mean, I think he will because he's been uh, he's in the spotlight. Yeah, he's groomed to be the next superstar, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Jags have a lot of young guys on defense, including Miles Jack, Josh Allen, uh, Kaison, C.J. Henderson, etc. Um, what do you expect out of the defense, and who needs to make the biggest step so that they can actually tell this defense is in the right direction? Uh, so C.J. Henderson definitely has to take step. I mean, yeah. That's going to be the biggest factor. They drafted him top 10. He's going to have to prove it. I like the way it's looking, though. Those two edge rushers with Allen and Tyson, they're very good players. Then you got Miles Jack and Joe Sherbert in the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't know about their interior defensive line, but... Yeah, they got probably some late rounders, and then they got like Malcolm Brown and Jihad Ward and stuff, so some veterans that isn't going to make it shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I agree with C.J. Henderson. Obviously, being a cornerback rookie year, that's going to be rough. But as long as he can make the right step this year, then I think they're in the right direction. And means that they got a pretty good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, any worries about Urban Meyer, like, that he can't make – like, if he can't make the step into the NFL, what do they do after that, the entire franchise? Like, if he, if he can't make it. I just have to hire the next best offensive guru, I guess. I mean, you're going to have to have an offensive guy to work with Lawrence, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know. I think Urban Meyer's a smart enough offensive coach that he'll make it work. But it's just hard telling because the college NFL transition. Yeah. Uh, with, like, um, a big, like, stereo type of college coaches is that they can't make it because they're used to controlling their players' lives. Like, you got to go to class here, then we got this, then we got that. Um, do you think that Urban Meyer is either flexible or mature enough to be able to take a step back and let the athletes do their thing, not baby them, not, like, try and control them, actually let them be grown men? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. Because Urban Meyer at the Jags with Trevor Lawrence is good for the league because then it makes Jags... Because Jags have to be, like, one of the lowest fans, like, supporting them in the league. And um, with them going to, like, London every year, it's apparent, like, it's because they don't get a whole lot of revenue at their own home stadium. So Jags getting these big-name guys is good for the league, and hopefully it all works out. Yeah. Oh, six wins. Six wins. All right. Yep. So we're talking about six and 11. Mm-hmm. All right. Percentage chance to win the division? Uh, let's go 5%. 5%. All right. I had 8% chance and then going 5 and 12. Four more wins than last year. Um, it's just, it's it's a lot of young guys. and Yeah. I Yeah. I think five, six wins. That's would a be win. Great. Yeah. That's a win for them, definitely. Yeah. Because, I mean, Joe Burrow. Got picked number one overall. I think Cincinnati had two wins maybe before, and then they ended up with, like, five wins this year. Mm-hmm. And they look terrible without Joe Burrow, so I think that's a win for them. They got the guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are done with the AFC South team previews. Thank you for coming in. I know this is your division, so we had to have you talk about it. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there? Not that I can think of. Um 
I'm just kind of excited for this division. Obviously, my favorite team play, but just a lot of interesting storylines, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a interesting division. I mean, you can't say that about uh, like the AFC East or something. And there's basically nothing going on in the AFC West. You know, Chiefs are probably going to win it, and then all the other teams are like trying to make moves to get into the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, this one is an interesting one. I'm I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, I don't know what team sh- or what uh, division should we do next time. Oh, should we just flip? So should we do like NFC South next? We could do. And we that. can just do. Then we'll do AFC West and then NFC West and then. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I didn't know if we should do it by conference or. Yeah, we do that too. I mean, either one. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts. You can always comment and. While you do comment, please uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tweet us, um, Scoop Podcast, and um, yeah, share with friends and family. Um, always want to uh, reach more listeners, and we we appreciate all the support that we get. Uh, Reha, anything to say to them? Nope. Have a safe summer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next time for more team previews.